I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Early is on time, on time is late, late is forgotten. Stay all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOlDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Many people have asked me, Dre, do you do any form of coaching? The answer is yes. I have two coaching programs open, as a matter of fact. First, my one-on-one coaching program is my third day mastermind. For those of you who want one-on-one personalized attention, where it's just you and I, we talk specifically about your goals, your challenges, where you want to go business professional-wise, where you're trying to get to, where you're at, what type of changes need to happen, whether those are tangible changes, intangible changes, starting with the being, then the doing. Of course, we got to get to the measurable havings. That is in my third day mastermind. My other coaching program is my Bulletproof Mastermind. That is my group coaching program where I will help you have clear, duplicatable systems for yourself and for your business and the discipline to execute. And I will help you make sure you have all of that stuff in place in 30 days or less. And then you're going to stick around the program even when you have your systems in place so that you can build your network, so that you can connect with other people, so that you can trade for services, so that you can make those phone calls and send a text message and get problems handled that you otherwise don't need to be handling yourself or would not be able to handle yourself. That is in my group program called the Bulletproof Mastermind. You can get information and join either program by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com right now. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com for my one-on-one coaching or my group coaching program. For one-on-one, you hop on a Zoom call with me so we can talk about who you are, where you're at, and how we can get started. And the group coaching program, you can sign up right there on the website right now. Both programs, all information, all details, and get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You're now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there, boldly and authentically in the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all under one umbrella of a unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is why to always be on time. Now, in episode number 1412, I told you that early is on time, on time is late, and late is forgotten. So when I say on time, what I mean here, just for those of you who didn't catch it, that means be early. Why to always be on time, which means be early. I'm going to explain that in a minute. First, let me tell you, I send out a daily motivation text every single day. If you want to receive that text message, 
All you got to do is text me right now at the following number, 305-384-6894. Once you text me there, you'll be getting my daily motivation text every morning straight to your phone, and you will be engaging directly with me. That is me who is texting you, so you can respond to any of those texts. You can ask me a question. I can ask you some questions, and we can engage with each other directly through text. Just that number. That number is down below in the description of this episode. So this topic today, why to always be on time? This one is important for those of you, especially who are serious about your discipline. You're serious about your professionalism. If you have read my book, The Third Day, The Decision That Separates the Pros from the Amateurs, one of those decisions is making sure you're being more professional in what you do, meaning that you are consistent in your efforts. You're consistent in how often you show up. You're consistent in when you show up. You're consistent in how you show up. And being on time is a simple thing you can do. It's a small thing, but it's a, and a simple thing that anyone can do to show respect to whatever you have going on, whomever you're working with, and also to yourself. But without me stepping on any of my points, let's get right into it so I can tell you what I have for you here today, why you want to always be on time, anything that you are doing, even if you are not getting paid for it. Point number one, topic once again, why to always be on time. It shows that you're thinking about it. When I was in high school, I had this health teacher. He was also a gym class teacher and a health teacher. This guy named Mr. Sadik. And Mr. Sadik, he coached. He was an assistant coach of a football team at a different high school because the high school that I went to, engineering and science high school in Philadelphia, didn't even have a football team. Now, last I checked, they still don't have a football team. But Mr. Sadik worked at our school, but he was assistant coach at a football team at a different high school. And he would always say in the middle of health class, he would just randomly give us these little like words of wisdom. And he would always say, he said this many times over the course of a school year. He said, anytime you have a job interview, make sure you get there 15 minutes early because it will let them know that you know that they know you're thinking about it. It will show them that you're serious about what you're doing. He was the first person I really heard always say that and make sure that you're always early for anything you do back in high school. And then when I got my first experience in network marketing, which was when I was in college and I did a whole episode on network marketing. That was episode 1503, the business and personal growth benefits of network marketing slash MLM. One of the things that they would always say is when we had that, they would have the meetings in the hotel. They would say, always get to the meetings early because you want to get a good seat. And it really was like that. If you got there late, you wouldn't get a good seat. You'd be all in the back. You might not even get a seat. You might have to stand up. And the people on stage would always say early is on time or time is late and late is forgotten. They would say the same thing about if you had a, somebody had a meeting at their house, make sure that you're early. Early is on time, on time is late, late is forgotten. And it shows people that you're thinking about it when you are on time for anything that you're doing. And again, just so everybody catches it, I'm not going to keep repeating this, but being on time means being early, or according to the work on your game philosophy. It's a sign of respect to whomever you're dealing with for you to be early, to be on time. And conversely, it's a sign of disrespect when you're late. I mean, if you're late for something, that means you didn't prioritize it. It means maybe you don't respect it that much. It means maybe you don't care if it started without you or left without you. And just think about this. Everybody here or anyone here who's ever been on a flight, you ever been on an airplane? All right, do airplanes delay themselves when you're late? No, they don't. Do you show up late to the airport because, hey, so what? No, you don't. At least you don't do it on purpose. If you show up late to the airport, you're usually feeling maybe a little bit anxious and hoping that you don't miss your flight. Airplanes do not delay themselves for you. They're leaving when they're leaving. And if you're late, then you just miss the plane. The plane will leave without you. 
What if you treated every aspect of your life, everything that you needed to do, if you treated it like a flight, you treated it like an airplane, and you actually got there comfortably early enough that you knew you weren't going to miss it, that you were there early enough that you could sit around and wait for that thing to be ready? How would that improve maybe some of your relationships? How would it improve your business? How would it improve your, your anxiety? How would it improve your nerves because you're not showing up to things late anymore and you're not rushing all the time? How would that change things for you? Would it change things for you in any way? I think it would. It's a sign of respect when you're early for something because it shows people that you're thinking about it and that you have prioritized it or them. And it's a sign of disrespect conversely when you don't because it shows that you're not thinking about it or them or that you have not prioritized it or them, even if it's not the case. It's how the other person or the entity perceives it that matters the most, right? When you're early, you prioritize things. It shows your professionalism. And that goes a long way. Even if you're not the best at what you do, if you're not the best at what you do, you should always be early because you could at least get that advantage. You're not going to have an advantage in anything else. Right? I, think that's a, I think that's a good enough reason. This guy named Michael Francesi, who's a, a former mob member, he has a YouTube channel and I watched some of his videos. And I remember one of the videos he was talking about how when you're in the, the mob or the mafia, I don't know the difference between the two, but whichever one he was in, when you're in the, that life that you can never be late for a meeting. And he was talking about how early in his career in that life, in the mob life, he was kind of a, uh, he wasn't a captain or anything. He was just a soldier in the, in the mob. And he was supposed to be at a meeting with one of the guys who was a, a captain or a more, had more authority than him. And Michael came to the meeting late. He wasn't crazy late, but he was pretty late. He had you know, not really calculated what the traffic was going to be like in New York City. So he left his house too late, ends up getting to the meeting late. And when he gets to the meeting late, his boss was kind of pissed off at him. And his boss told him, all right, tomorrow, I need you to be here at X whatever time he told him to be there. Be there at eight o'clock in the morning. I need you to meet me at a certain place, eight in the morning, after he had chewed him out for being late that day. So the next day, Michael, knowing that he couldn't be late anymore because he saw how seriously it was taken when he showed up late the day before, he got there like way early. He got there like an hour early for this meeting at eight o'clock. Now, the thing is, the way the mob was set up, as Michael describes it, is that if you're supposed to meet someone who has more authority than you, let's say inside of a restaurant, you don't go into the restaurant until the higher authority person gets there. So he was the soldier. He was waiting on, let's just say, someone who was a captain. He has to stand outside the restaurant and he doesn't go in until the captain gets there. And then he and the captain go in together. So he's standing outside the restaurant at seven o'clock for this eight o'clock meeting. So he stands there for an hour, of course, eight o'clock comes and the captain who's supposed to be meeting wasn't there yet. Now, the way that the rules were, if someone with more authority than you, someone above you told you to be somewhere and they're late, you don't say anything to them. You don't chew them out because you don't have the authority to do so. You just wait until they get there. So they're half hour late. They're late. But you don't say anything. You don't do anything. You definitely don't leave. You wait until they get there as long as it takes. So he stood there and stood there and stood there. And he said that this this guy who had more authority than him made him stand there. He ended up showing up to the restaurant at like four in the afternoon. So Michael stood outside that restaurant for like eight or nine hours all day, just waiting until that captain finally showed up. And then this is what happened. The captain showed up. He was driven in, in a car by somebody else. The car pulls up to the corner where Michael was standing and the captain rolls down the window and says to Michael, all right, now you see how it feels when somebody makes you wait and they're late for a meeting. And he said, Michael, don't ever be late ever again. Go home. And he rolled his window up and drove off and left him standing there. And Michael said, after that day, I learned my lesson and I was never, ever late ever again. 
I want you to think about how you feel when somebody comes to something of yours, whether it's a Zoom call, whether they're supposed to take care of something that's on a schedule, whether it's an interview, whether it's an in-person meeting, an event, anything. When someone shows up to something of yours late or if you go to something of someone else's and they show up to it late, how do you feel about them? How do you feel about it? To me, it's them showing you that that thing that they're coming to late is them letting you know that maybe it's not that important to them or maybe you are not that important to them. So they figure they can get away with being late. I mean, if it was important, couldn't they have prepared ahead of time so that they wouldn't need to be late and they wouldn't need to be cutting it close? I understand things happen. I understand that there's traffic. I understand that they might not be able to control everybody else's situation. But again, you don't show up late to the airport. Uh, you don't show up late to a wedding or a, a funeral most of the time, I would guess. Uh, there are things that you always are on time for because they're that important and or because you know of the penalties of showing up late. So why can't you apply that same discipline or what's stopping you? Let me ask a better question. That's not a good question. What's stopping you from applying that discipline to other areas of your life? Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is why to always be on time. And again, to me, on time means early. Number two, when you're on time, you are one step ahead of your competition slash prospect. And you always want to be one step ahead. Why? Because you're the professional. Now, when you're one step ahead of somebody, you give yourself an extra advantage on top of the fact that you might have more information, more skill, more talent, more knowledge, more resources. And let's say you don't have any of those things. Being earlier than the other person at least gives you one advantage that you can use to your advantage. You should always be at least one step ahead of anyone you're dealing with. I don't care if they're on your side or on the other side so that you don't get beat and you can anticipate their needs and perhaps even serve them before those needs get expressed. Let me say the last part again, because this is really important for you salespeople. Any of you who's in the service business and you don't have to, it doesn't even have to be a service business, but any kind of business really, but especially those of you in the service business, you do any, you offer any kind of services to your clients. When you are early, and when I say early, I don't necessarily mean if you have a Zoom call with them at eight o'clock, you need to be on the Zoom at 745. That's not necessarily what I mean. That's part of what I mean. That's not exactly what I mean. Being early means also metaphorically anticipating what needs this person might have and you taking care of them before they even ask. You, you knocking something out and having it handled before they even notice that it needs to be handled. These are all parts of being early. This is all part of being on time. This is a mentality. This is not this is not something that somebody needs to tell you to do. It's a mentality. It's a way of thinking. So when I say early is on time, when time is late and late is forgotten, I don't just mean by the watch, by the clock. You follow what I'm saying here? And any of you who's in a service-based business, you should probably understand this already. And it's probably not new information to you, but it might be something that kind of refreshes you. Maybe it's something that you know you could do right now that will put you in a better position to make yourself look great to someone who you serve. If you would just be early, just anticipate what they're going to need and take care of it now instead of them telling you to take care of it. Maybe you don't feel like it. Maybe you don't have the energy. Well, let this be your energy boost that I'm telling you right now. This shows your professionalism. It shows that you're thinking about it and they will appreciate it even if they don't verbalize they appreciate it. And this might help extend that relationship a little bit longer and further than it otherwise would have. So anticipating needs, serving a need before that need is expressed, all of that's part of being early. That's part of the mentality of early. There was a TV show on HBO called The Wire. And maybe some of you know about it. Many of you don't. It's kind of become a, a cult classic, but it never, it didn't really blow up. It was out around the same time as The Sopranos. 
uh, Sopranos were out. And then around when the Sopranos were ending, The Wire came out on HBO. And The Wire was a TV show that followed different sections of the city and the, the politics that went on in the city. And I don't necessarily mean government when I say politics. So one aspect of it was the education system. Another one was the police system. Another was the, the newspaper, the media. Another was the streets. And another was the docks, like what happens down at the boating docks and the, the corruption that happens there. And then another one was the streets, like the drug dealers. So the part of the show that addressed the drug dealers or it showed the drug dealers, there was these two killers who were, they were basically hired guns who worked for one of the main drug bosses in the city of Baltimore. And these two guys, these two people, one of them was named Chris. Another one was a female. Her name was Snoop. And these were like hired killers. They were professional killers. They just took people out. And whenever Chris or Snoop was about to kill somebody, because many of the, the murders that they committed in the show, and this was not some bang, bang, shoot them up type TV show. If you watch it, you'll understand. It was kind of like The Sopranos, but The Wire was kind of like the city street version of The Sopranos. It's actually a really good show. So if you like The Sopranos, you will like The Wire. So anyway, Chris and Snoop, whenever they killed anybody, most of the time it was premeditated. They would think about who they're going to kill. They knew why they were killing them. And then they would kind of plan out and strategize how they would kill them and what they would do with the dead body after they killed them. So it's not like they're just walking around the streets, somebody look at them wrong and they shoot them. No, it wasn't, wasn't that kind of killing. It was, this was more strategic. And Chris and Snoop, whenever they knew they were going to kill somebody, this is what they would do. They would zero in on the target. They figure out who the person is. All right, we're going to kill this guy right here. We know he hangs out in this neighborhood. He hangs on this corner. This is where he's usually at. They would get to the scene of the future crime three, four, five hours before they actually killed the person. And they would just scope out the scene. They would scope out, all right, what's going on in this neighborhood? Uh, who's hanging on what corner? Do, are there any cars sitting in the street that we don't recognize? Are any people hanging around that we don't normally see? What's going on here that doesn't normally go on? And then they would map out in their minds how they were going to actually pull off the killing. Because obviously, they wanted to pull it off as cleanly as possible. They wanted to be noticed by as few people as possible. And you know, they wanted to get the job done. And they would always get there very early. And there was one scene in the show where they had recruited a new guy to be part of their, their killing crew, this younger guy named Michael. And Chris was about to execute a killing later on in the day. And they were sitting in their car in the neighborhood of the person that they were going to kill. And Chris was sitting in the, the front seat. Michael was sitting in the back seat. And Chris, and while they're just sitting, they're just sitting watching the scene. They're not talking. They're just watching what's going on. And again, the killing wasn't happening until later in the day. And Chris turned around to Michael, who's sitting in the back seat, the new recruit. He says to Michael, uh, do you know why we're sitting out here? And Michael said, yeah, I know why we're sitting out here because, you no, know, you want to see what's going on. You want to scope out the scene before you do what you got to do. And Chris said, exactly. He said, I get to it if I'm going to do a job. And that's what he like, murdering somebody was a job. He said, I'll get to the scene. I get here two, three hours early, sometimes even four, because I want to know exactly what's going on. I want to see everything. I want to get, get the job done as cleanly and as efficiently as possible. Chris was actually a pretty intelligent guy for someone who just went around brazenly killing people, which is the only thing he did in the entire show. You go watch The Wire and you'll understand it. Really good show. And there's a lot of, a lot of great principles you, you could take from it, even if you're not going to go do it or use them in the exact same way as what I just described. But Chris was always prepared to do the job. And the reason he was prepared because he was always early. Nobody ever got the drop on Chris. Now, when I say the drop, you know what I mean? I mean, somebody seeing something in him before he saw something in them. He was always noticing the scene before the scene 
noticed him. And that's what made him so good at his job. This is not like he's the only guy who had a gun, right? And for the most part, nobody ever got to drop on anyone of them in that crew because they were always the ones doing the watching. They weren't the ones who were being watched. They were always observing and being a step ahead of everybody else. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is why to always be on time. When you are on time, you build a sense of trustworthiness, consistency, dependability, and reliability in the minds of your prospects, in the minds of your clients, in the minds of your teammates, in the minds of your subordinates, and in the minds of your bosses. In other words, the minds of everyone around you, you become trustworthy, consistent, dependable, and reliable. And know something about those words? I talk about them in this book, Third Day. When you have those things attached to your name and to your professional resume, people are willing to pay you. You know why? Because people do not pay for talent. People do not pay for potential, even though many of you think that erroneously. People pay for results. People pay for what they can depend on. People pay for what they can rely on. People pay for what they can trust. People pay for what they can predict. So when you're a person who's always early, again, in your mindset, as well as functionally by the clock, you become a person that people can predict, rely on and depend on. And they'll be willing to pay you for that because humans, as creatures of habits, we don't like surprises. We like things that we know exactly what's going to happen, how it's going to happen, when and where it's going to happen. You want to be that type of person. And it's easy to do. All you got to do is start being early. Early meaning on time. Time is our most valuable resource. And we all agree. In episode 609, I told you in the five forms of investment, time is the most valuable resource you have. You might think it's money. It is not money. With the right amount of time, you can make any amount of money you want. But if you have no time, it doesn't matter how much money you got. Therefore, time is more valuable than money. When you give your time to others in a respectful way, i.e. you're early, which shows you give a damn about them because you're giving them your time, they will reciprocate. When people see this in you, they will give things to you, such as jobs, opportunity, and guess what? Money. Now, to be clear, just being on time alone is not enough to just get a job or somebody just hands you money because you're on time. But understand it is an element that leads to those things that you want. So I want you to start thinking long term here. All right. This is another part of being on time. Think long term in terms of your investments, not just short term. Successful people have a longer time perspective than unsuccessful people. We talked about that in episode 777. Time perspective. The more successful a person, the further into the future they predict and they project the results of their actions, the ramifications of their actions. The unsuccessful person only thinks about their instant gratification. What do I get right now? Whereas a successful person thinks about where's this going to lead me in a year, five years, 10 years. Which way are you thinking? Let's recap today's class, which is why to always be on time. See again, episode 1412. Early is on time, while time is late and late is forgotten. Number one, it shows that you're thinking about it. That is a sign of respect to the person that you're dealing with. Michael Francesi said when he was in a mob, he showed up late one time to a meeting. His boss the next day made him stand outside of a restaurant for eight hours and said, now you see how it feels when somebody's late? Don't ever be late again. Mike said he was never late again after that. Point number two, you are one step ahead of your competition or one step ahead of your prospect or your client, and you should always be one step ahead of your professional. Chris and Snoop were professional killers on the wire. They were always four hours ahead of any job that they did to make sure nobody was setting up to kill them. They were always doing the ones setting up to kill somebody else, and nobody ever got to drop on them throughout that show for the most part. Number three, you show, or when you show that you're always early thinking about the situation, you build a sense of trustworthiness, consistency, dependability, and reliability with your name. And those are the things that people pay for. Many of you think people pay for talent or people pay for potential. No, people pay for what they can trust, what is consistent, what they can depend on, what they can rely on, and what they can predict. A person who is early, a person who anticipates needs, 
That is a person who gets paid consistently. Why? Because people do not like surprises. They like what they can predict. They know exactly what they're going to get. When you have this mentality, people will pay you whatever you want and you can name your price. You can get things like jobs, opportunity, money on the back end of being on time. Think long term, have a long distance time perspective. You can get anything that you want in life. Time, your most valuable resource. Be respectful with yours when you're giving it to others, especially the people who you would like to persuade and influence. Send me a text. Get my daily motivation text every day straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. Straight to your phone every single day. And if you would like someone who can help coach you on your strategy, on the way that you're showing up for your the accountability of your work, for your mindset, we do trainings on this every week and to make sure that you're executing properly to get to the results that you actually want, that we can measure, then you want to join my Bulletproof Mastermind. Every single week, I do a live training on business and on mindset. I take all questions. We have a members-only community where you will connect with other members. You can exchange work. You can exchange ideas. We work on people's frameworks. Make sure that everything that you're putting out to the world is in the order that it needs to be and it is being expressed in the way that it needs to be expressed. All of that, you can join, get all the information you need, and get started at workonyourgameuniversity.com. The link is down below in the show notes. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number 305-384-6894. One more time. 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.